three, two, one. Happy New Year. And the first day of 2020, and the first day of a new decade. Happy New Year. Yes, indeed. Happy New Year. 2020 started like most years, but quickly became like no other year in recent memory. A pandemic, massive wildfires, social unrest, a contentious election. I think it's safe to say that none of us will ever forget what it was like to have lived through it. We turn to Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. He is on the front lines here in the U.S. response to the coronavirus outbreak. Dr. Fauci, good morning. It's good to have your time, sir. Good morning. First of all, I mean, as we know, the World Health Organization just declared this a global health emergency. How serious is this? What's keeping you up at night? Uh, The problem is that this is an evolving situation. Literally every day we learn a little bit more about it. I mean, we have the five individuals in the United States who are travel related. Now we see something which was clearly hinted at in what's going on in China, that you can actually have transmission from one to another. Initially reported to the WHO on December 31st, 2019, by January 30th, 2020, the organization declared the COVID-19 outbreak a global health emergency. The United States is officially under a national emergency. The COVID-19 pandemic has now infected some 1,700 Americans and claimed the lives of nearly 50 people. Almost overnight, hundreds of thousands of Americans lost their jobs. Just coming out right now, and they are far worse than expected. 701,000 jobs lost during the month. That is a very large number. The unemployment rate rises to 4.4%. Worse yet, people lost their lives. Sam Stone came home to his wife and family. Including beloved singer-songwriter John Prine. Then on May 25th, the long-simmering tension regarding race and policing in America came into sharp focus with the murder of George Perry Floyd Jr., Floyd died after Derek Chauvin, a white police officer, pressed his knee to Floyd's neck for over eight minutes during his arrest for allegedly using a counterfeit $20 bill at a convenience store in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Please let me stay here. I can't breathe. The officer who pressed his knee to Floyd's neck has been identified as Derek Chauvin. He doesn't let up until the 46-year-old's listless body is put on a stretcher. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin has been charged by the Hennepin County Attorney's Office with murder and with manslaughter. The day after Floyd's death, protests began in Minneapolis. By May 30th, many cities, including Los Angeles, had imposed curfews due to civil unrest. The situation here in Santa Monica, California, is very fluid. You can see police here now firing tear gas into the crowd. They are trying to push these folks back. By May 31st, the United States National Guard had been deployed to multiple cities around the country, and protesters around the world took to the streets in solidarity. Locally, citizens who peacefully assembled to protest police brutality and show support for Black Lives Matter were met with harassment and violence. Support America! 
You don't like it? You get don't out! Like it. Get the f out! Hey, why you want to Hey, why are you walking away? Well, you want to fight? What is that? Two men from Grass Valley were later charged with misdemeanor battery for their roles during the protest. Weeks later, self-described freedom riders arrived from out of town, fueled by online rumors and ready to defend Nevada City against imaginary vandals. Are you part of the group that call themselves the Freedom Riders? So I am, I am, and also um, uh, American Patriots on Facebook, that group, and um, they're from here. I'm from Marysville. Four more years! I'm from Marysville, and we drove all the way up here and to, because I've been wanting to get a little piece of this, you know? Okay, so we probably have about 40 acres on this fire so far. It started down in the canyon, made some pretty significant runs towards the top. It basically goes from the Yuba River. It crosses where the Independence Trail kind of transverses the hill over there, and it's burning up towards Jones Ridge. On August 17th, a lightning strike ignited vegetation near Jones Bar Road and quickly grew into a major fire. Juan Brown at the Grass Valley Air Attack Base. It's Tuesday the 18th, about 11 a.m. here at uh, Nevada County Airport, Grass Valley Air Attack Base. Time for an update on the Jones Fire here locally. Last reported, about 550 acres out of the Yuba River Canyon made a strong south push yesterday. Started yesterday morning. Appears to be a lightning strike on a hilltop towards the end of Jones Bar Road. Today, yesterday we had upwards of seven fixed-wing air tankers fighting this fire. Yesterday was a record-breaking 95,000 gallons of retardant pumped out of the Grass Valley Air Attack Base for those seven air tankers. That's more than all of the retardant dropped in all of 2019. Highway 49 was closed for several days and thousands of people were evacuated. In total, 705 acres burned and 21 structures were destroyed, including parts of the Independence Trail, the United States' first wheelchair-accessible wilderness trail. We're going to keep fighting as long as we can here. In October, a number of Nevada City's citizens organized to oppose PG&E's plan to cut down trees throughout the city. The group believed that PG&E's plan was excessive and, in many cases, unnecessary. Out of 273 trees, we wanted to save 16, and they absolutely refused to make any kind of compromise. Three demonstrators were arrested for trespassing at Pioneer Cemetery. They immediately grabbed me and said that I was uh, trespassing on private property. And a man who identified himself as Tarzan camped in one of the cemetery's many trees until an agreement was reached. KVMR's Paul Emery was able to conduct an interview with the man, whose real name is Brandon Jonitz, via cell phone. This morning, I spoke with Brandon Jonitz. He is the last person left up in the tree. I was able to talk to him via cell phone. What are things like up there right now? Oh, well, I got woken up at 4 a.m. with floodlights and crews, about 20 people moving in gates. Uh, my friends getting woken up in the park who have been squatting peacefully for nearly a month, 20, 20 38 days. Um, 
So, yeah, it was kind of a rude awakening, but now things are really nice. I'm up here in my own little world. I have everything I need, and I'm I you know I'm just gonna stay here until I run out of water, and I'm pretty much in heaven. This is where I want to be. Uh, so what was it like? Have you been communicating with the police, and how have they been? Uh, they did arrest three people. Uh, have they been uh, talking to you, and how's how does that working out? Oh well, you know. As soon as I get off of the ground, I'm going to be arrested. But they're not coming up here for me. But you, uh, you have limited food and limited water, though. And there's, is there, there's no way for you to get uh, more water and more food. Yeah, this is this is it. So it's a waiting game. You know, I reckon the cops are going to get bored before I do. But they are definitely not going to run out of food before I do. So you know, we'll see how it goes. Either way, we're getting a lot of publicity for the cause. On November 5th, a compromise was reached. Well, big news today. Uh, Brandon, uh, sometimes known as Tarzan, uh, you're going to be coming down from the tree uh, right away. Uh, tell us about what happened. Matthew Osipowski is some sort of wizard, and he pulled off a miracle. And, um, yeah, no one actually thought that it would end up this well with pg e actually making the compromise with us to actually just top the tree at 90 feet and um i all the charges on me are being dropped and i will be able to walk free as soon as i hit the ground so the compromise is that they are 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 topping the tree um i guess that's a good word to use to where even if the tree falls it, it it'll fall short of the power line therefore it won't be a hazard is that is that correct correct we've been going back and forth about that all day well matthew has so the power lines are 130 feet away. They're topping the tree down to 90 feet, which that is the best that we could do with the city insurance company. Um, and I, I just have to say that I never, ever considered this outcome to be an option. I went up into this tree just like bracing myself to get arrested and then still have the tree be cut down because even if we, you know, win the fight with PG&E, then we still have to, you know, the city's insurance company still has to say, well, is this the hazard? Well, if it is, then we're not going to, you have to cut it down yourself, Nevada City. So, yeah, we, we, made, we all made a huge compromise. But your flag, cow, won't get you into heaven anymore. What I see this is as that silent majority finally coming out and, and showing our voice. Uh, we... We want the country to, to go in a direction, and, and we're no longer afraid to, to say that. We're not those labels that, that some sides try to label us as, that has kind of kept our views silent for a long time, but we're, we're God-loving Americans. We care about the Constitution. We support Donald Trump, and, and, and I can't speak for the whole group, but myself, I support Donald Trump and, and all of the values uh, that he stands for. And, and everything he's done over the last four years, it makes me want to come out and support uh, the agenda of Donald Trump and, and the American agenda that, that we all want to live free in this, this nation and live our, our best life in a free society and not being controlled by, by politicians. You know, they're supposed to represent us and and they should go back to representing us and that's why we're out here. Nevada County's citizens take the First Amendment seriously and are not shy about expressing their political views. This year we saw numerous gatherings both supporting and criticizing the president. We are 100% in support of making America great continually. Not again, but continuing. Young people organized a vigil 
to remember those who lost their lives at the hands of the police. We are not trying to replicate police in our movement. That said, they may ask for your help in maintaining crowd safety and holding a tranquil space for our vigil tonight. Please listen to their request. Security's goal is to keep as much space between us and any counter-protesters as possible. Please help them keep this space. But if you find yourself in the vicinity of a counter-protester, please do not engage with them. Move away and help others do the same. Do not fight with counter-protesters. Please remember that all of your actions affect the Black, Indigenous, and all people of color in our community, and their needs should be centered at all times, and especially here. While most Nevada County movements in 2020 were centered around politics, the environment, or social justice, one anonymous citizen spoke out against illegal lesbian nepotism. Strange signs began appearing around town demanding an investigation. Grass Valley resident and town council member Hillary Hodge started her own counter-movement after seeing the signs. She printed the strange message she was seeing on t-shirts and sold them to raise money for the local chapter of PFLAG, an organization that provides support and education for parents, families, and allies of people who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. KVMR's Allie Lightfoot spoke with Hillary Hodge about the signs. There's something quite strange about maybe the wording and particularly the formatting. I think that was the thing that caught my eye in this particular instance, for this particular message, it looked like an old school serial killer valentine. It wasn't lined up in the margins. The spray paint was a little like off. There were indentations in the sentences that were strange. But it said something like, investigate lesbian nepotism in Nevada County. Based on just the way that it was laid out, I'm surprised it wasn't signed, Your Secret Admirer. It was really just a, a strange way to get a message across. And I think that a lot of people responded to the bizarreness of it, if that makes sense. It was also posted on a poll, and I believe that it was like seven or eight feet high on a trail which means that someone carried a ladder out to the trail to nail it up, which I also find very interesting. Yes, illegal lesbian nepotism. It should definitely be investigated, I suppose. I'm not even sure what it means, but we should investigate it. Their conversation continued about the importance of freedom of speech in a healthy community. We're talking about all the movements and ways that people use their First Amendment rights. I wanted to ask you, Hillary, what you think the importance of free speech is and how this community exercises their right to speak out remarkably. I think there's a reason why it was the First Amendment. So the First Amendment covers religion, press, speech, and then the right to peaceably assemble and the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. And I think those five things are really the pillars of democracy. I think that they are incredibly important to maintaining our governance and our democracy moving forward. I will also say that I think with rights come responsibilities. And while free speech is protected, Part of that free speech might include hate speech. And if you target a marginalized part of your community, 
that may be protected speech, sure. But is that kind of discourse responsible if what you want is a civil and thriving community? I don't know. I don't know that that's the case. Because of COVID, so many people have been isolated. We used to talk to our neighbors in coffee shops and in line at the post office. And we used to work together for mitigating fire danger and helping feed people in our community who are hungry. I think the echo chamber that reinforces confirmation bias, where you're hearing the same thing over and over from people who think like you, it isn't necessarily good for democracy and for building community and for helping each other understand where we're all coming from and for just helping each other. I am thankful that people are fired up about the issues they're passionate about. And I am thankful that people are willing to stand for something. I think that's really important. I also think it's really important that standing for something comes from a diversity of conversations, a myriad of opinions, moments of interaction with people who may not think like you or have a different perspective or a different background or something else to add. And I think in 2020, we have missed out on a lot of that. And I think that that hasn't improved our discourse. I don't think that speech should be from a singular place, but that it should be a conversation. And I hope that moving forward, we can get back to that and that we can get back to seeing the humanity in each other and seeing the humanity in our neighbors and really holding each other dear because whether it's COVID or wildfire, it's not going to ask you if you're a Republican or a Democrat. That was Grass Valley Council member Hillary Hodge. She spoke with Allie Lightfoot earlier this year. As 2020 draws to a close, I'm tempted to believe that things will quickly return to normal as soon as we hang the new calendar on our kitchen wall. If only it was so. Still, there's much to be grateful for. Vaccines for COVID-19 are finally here. And our democracy, though battered, is still intact. My name is Claudio Mendoza, and I'm honored to have been recently hired to serve as KVMR's news director. Thanks for listening. And thanks for supporting Community Radio. On behalf of everyone here at KVMR, we wish you all a bright and joyful new year. May 2021 be a year of rebuilding, of reconciliation, and of love. In spite of ourselves, we'll end up sitting on a rainbow. Against all odds, honey, we're the big door prize. Oh, we're going to spank. Our nose is right off of our faces There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes In spite of ourselves